Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. No life, no fun. Don't you know that you're a Hey there, welcome back to another Rewind special presentation of the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. I am John, here with my buddies George and Mo. Hey guys. Hey, how's, hey, it, how's it going? <laughs> it is going well, and look, we are taking a couple of weeks off here in January, but uh, never fear, we have some new content for you. As usual, we're going back to dig into our back catalog of old backtracks, and we found one from January 25th. 2018. Uh, that's yeah. That's yeah. that's that's before the apocalypse. That's pre-pandemic. <laughs> we were also wide-eyed and optimistic about the world. Wow, six years. Yeah, we talked in that episode about long car rides and the things oh, yeah. we did to entertain ourselves. You guys remember this episode at all? I know it's been a while. Oh, I, I don't remember I, six minutes. <laughs> You're asking me to remember six years. Well, I went back and listened to it, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah? we've gotten a little better at this. <laughs> Have we? <laughs> okay. Well, everybody turned off the podcast right then. Thanks, Mo. <laughs> so, Mo, t- tell us, what was George doing that made you think that? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I remember, well, I remember we talked about, somebody said something about, like, uh, blankets that made little, yeah. like, like soldier stuff. And I know, oh George, you talked about uh, some special mm. c- books you would get at Stuckey's or somewhere. The, the, yeah, the like the ones books. that you would highlight. Yeah, yeah. you would. Yeah, the, 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 the yeah, Invisible the Ink one. Yeah, those cool stuff. things. Invisible yeah. Ink, yeah. You know what? Remember, shortly after that episode, I bought a three-pack of those, and I think I gave each one of you one of those little yes. I still have it. Books. I still have it. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I don't think I've done anything with it, but I still have it. I'm like, I yeah. want one of nope, those because nope. it had been I don't so want to use it. <laughs> <laughs> it's ruined. Yeah, it's ruined. The, uh, it was funny because I was at a car show uh, a few weeks back, and it was like an old car auction show, and mm-hmm. they had the station wagon my dad had. Like, ah, the they big had old, it? Oh, the-, the big old Buick. But this, I mean, of course, it was tricked out. I mean, it was beautiful. The person took care of it. It was amazing. It looked brand new. Oh. But yeah, I was like, oh, man. I was like, Tommy, I was like, put that seat down. Throw some blankets back there. Man, you can lay. It can sleep back there easily. <laughs> <laughs> was, this the, was this the rear-facing seat if you didn't have all the seats was that one yeah yeah we had the that back one was a rear yeah. facing oh yeah i love that one yeah it was yeah. awesome i think we talked about all this in that yeah. backtrack though all right so hey while we have this week i think mo's on vacation and we have a bunch of logistics and stuff but we didn't want to leave you without anything so please enjoy this rewind of the long car rides backtrack from january of 2018 Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to the Gen X Grown-Up Backtrack Podcast. As I'm sure you know, it's the podcast between our regular episodes where we pick a single topic and dig in deep. I am John. Joining us as always is Mo. Hey, everybody. And George is here. Hey, I'm back. Yay. Yay. George is back. This episode, we want to talk about something that we all have experienced George, you just got back from a long vacation. I did. Yes, an incredibly long trip. And I'm getting ready to go on several business trips, long plane rides, but we're adulting right now. Sure. What we're going to talk about in this show is mom and dad pile the kids in the car. We're driving 20 plus hours to God knows where. (laughs) And here you are 
bored out of your mind. How did we kill time in the car? For you yeah. millennials and Gen Ys, this is pre-Game Boy, pre-Switch. Pre-personal <laughs> video devices. Before you had the DVD player mounted in the back of your dad's headrest. Right? We're talking, you had to entertain yourself. <laughs> yes, sir. None of those like, Dad, I only have 50 movies to look at. Which one do I, I, I need some other choices. I've seen them all already. Can you turn on Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No. You had to entertain yourself. We were strictly in the world of lo-fi, children. Yeah, absolutely. The most lo-fi of lo-fi might have been reading. Sure. <gasps> reading? <gasps> reading? <laughs> I mean, like books, yeah. comic books. Well, I used to read comic books too. Yeah, we yeah I mean, books some books, books, but mostly comic books because books were still like kind of school and I didn't want to touch those while I was on the trip. The long car rides, I think every comic book was read probably like 30 yeah. times. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean, I had a decent library, but I couldn't take like 30 books with me, you know, 30 comic books. It would, you get to take like three or four and your mom would be, that's too many. Why do you need that many comic books? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because I'm in the car for 40 hours. That's right. It only takes me 10 minutes to read one of these things. We've been in the car for three weeks. Well, my problem with reading was always, I don't know if this happened to you guys, but if I try to read in the car for more than about 30 seconds, I start to get nauseous. Yeah, I've heard people say that. Oh, thankfully I never had that. Yeah, I didn't either. I was okay with that. Oh, I had that problem. You know, I always wondered if my eyes going left and right, well, my body was going forward, I would try to sit sideways in the car, so my eyes were going Wow, you really thought it out. I never even... Jeez. <laughs> I was bored in the car. The best I could do was figure out the physics of why I'm about to vomit. I mean, <laughs> you see now, your mom looks back, John, why are you on the floor? Right. <laughs> I'm trying to read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find a place I can read and not throw up. How did you manage turning sideways in the back seat? We had one of those station wagons that had the rear-facing back oh, seat. So I had God, that all yeah. to myself. Nice. I forgot it. Yeah, the rumble seat, right? Yep. Yeah. Those are awesome. The rest of this episode, anything I talk about, picture me in the way, way back seat looking out the That's back window. Cool. I always, you know, I wanted my parents to get one of those, but we never had one of those vehicles. It's pretty cool. It kind of turns into your own little camp yeah. because nobody else is yeah. back there or nobody else cares. While you're baking in the rear view window, son. George, did you travel with siblings also, George? Or uh, no? no, I have half siblings and they were all fairly older than me and lived in a different state. So usually... I didn't travel with siblings, but my father didn't want to deal with me. He would generally invite a friend of mine to go along with me. So that way I wouldn't bother him too much. I would just, it would just be me and my friend and we would leave them alone. Gotcha. I had a couple of good traveling friends that would always go with us. So you guys obviously didn't have the main way I kill time in the car which was fighting with my brothers. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> that, I was just like, <laughs> that was probably my our single biggest way of, when things got really bored, that's when... He's touching, he's touching, he's me. touching me. He's touching me. He's touching me. He's staring at me. I will he's turn this me. car around. <laughs> <laughs> that was always exciting. You know, when things got a little slow, you know, that always livened things up for a little while. Wow. Aside from fighting with your brothers, let's talk about some of the things we did that required no additional equipment or props. There are things okay. you can do if you didn't have a comic book or a toy or a book or, sure. or anything yeah. else, yeah. right? Big one in my family was 20 questions. Oh, right. Sure. Okay. That See, that was out the window in our family because my father didn't want to speak. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm busy like, Shut up. The toughest part of 20 questions is who's going to keep track of the 20. You only got 10 fingers. <laughs> True. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, 20 questions would last for a while. I think all of these games that don't require props, they would last until my parents got fed up with it. And then they would say, okay, go do something quietly. Yeah, go shut up. Own. Leave us alone. Right? <laughs> this is our vacation too for from you. <laughs> George, I'm learning so much about your Are childhood. Are you? You figuring some stuff out? I think that was a direct quote. What about I Spy? Oh, yeah. 
That was when I was younger. Easy. Yeah, when I was a little kid, the I Spy game was fairly popular. And I Spy had to be pretty generic because you're moving, right? You can't spy like something on the side of the road because by the time you find it, it's gone. So you had to I Spy like something in the car or something in that's the sky universal. Or yeah, right. right, right. A plane or tree. Yeah, the other or... way felt kind of like cheating. Like you say, I Spy. No, it was a stop sign that was 200 miles ago. What? No. Yeah. yeah. Nope, it's gone. You missed right. it. <laughs> and since you were driving, there are a lot of games you could play with uh, license plates, right? Oh, right. Yeah, like uh, see if you could collect how many other states' license plates. Yep, the state game. Oh, yeah, state bingo one. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, you collect all the states. What were some of the other ones that you guys played? Well, you could play like card games. You see a car coming ahead, right? You're like, because my dad was always speeding, so we're catching up with every right. car. <laughs> <laughs> that orange car on the left is mine. And when you it got to you, it was a card hand. You're looking for pairs. Uh, you know, oh, I have two aces or, you know, three sevens kind or whatever. Like dollar bill poker, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, that car is going to be mine and this car is going to be yours. And when it gets up there, who has the best hand? Like, oh, well, I had two sevens and you had, you know, but you had a, an ace and a three or whatever. Right. So I had a pair. I won. But the other one that I would play a lot is I would play alphabet with license alphabet. plates. You're both working your way through the alphabet. As soon as you can see an A on an alphabet, you're like, ah, I got an A. That's my, that's mine. Oh, you mine. check them off. Okay. Yep. Now you're looking for a B and you, you can't move ahead. If a C comes, too bad. You're looking for a B. That C that you saw already can't count later on. Nope, it's got to be sequential. Oh, wow. Run through the whole alphabet. We played a lot of license plates games that, like that. That might be a so fun game to play. Enjoy that game. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Trenton, stop touching me. Stop touching me. Stop touching me. Stop touching me. Stop touching. I will pull this car over, yank both of you out of here, and beat you. We've talked about some of the ways that we entertained ourselves with zero props at all. There were some things you could buy at truck stops or gas stations, but before you talk your parents into buying you something, what about ad-libbing? You know, taking things you had, other toys, and turning those into car oh, games. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. There was one that I did. George, you said that license plate alphabet might be fun for you. This one might be fun for you, but you can't do it. You got to do somebody else's driving. I played this <laughs> forced perspective matchbox racing. Okay. Yeah. Here's what I would do. I take my matchbox car. And I close one eye and I hold my car up like it's in the lane. It's driving, right? <laughs> and, and I weave it in and out of the other traffic and try to say if I can keep it from running into the other cars or sometimes it would jump other cars. So I'm just pretending this car is this amazing super race car that's driving down the road. And that would entertain <laughs> me for probably 10 or 15 minutes at a time. That sounds like myopic pole position or something. What the hell were you doing? <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> or sometimes I would put it out the right-hand side that's out like in the grass and I had to dodge all the signs. I'd oh, jump geez. the signs under the sun. So having that rumble seat in the back was really helpful then, right? It did help a wow. lot, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's pretty damn creative, yeah, actually. I'll give you that one. Boredom yields creativity. Yeah, you're not kidding. When I would have my friend come with it, you know, whether it was the friend across the street or whoever, I would always make sure that we brought plenty of, like, army men and action figures, G.I. Joes, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. So that we could, you know, just have little battles on the rear window dashboard, because I know for sure the millennial generation will never get the pleasure of laying in the back window above the seat, you know, where you... <laughs> 
<laughs> it was the predecessor to the Ron Popeil rotisserie oven. You would just lay in there and rotate and bake. You're like one of the hot dogs in a fast food. Yeah. <laughs> a gas station. That was the most sun George ever got. <laughs> but occasionally you would crawl out of that back window and you'd use that ledge to have like little army men battles and G.I. Joe wars and stuff like that. That was a lot of fun for us. Till you know, we get too loud or too rambunctious and I can't see out the back window. I have to look in the rear view. What do you got to look in the rear view window for? Yeah. You know, you're going forward, not backwards. We're on the highway. That was always the argument. I got to concentrate to drive. But the way my dad used to do it is that he would basically put all the back seats down and then throw like blankets and pillows and stuff back there. Oh. So you just had a big deck. You had like a big camping yeah, site. Which, of course, no one could do that today because you get pulled over not having seatbelts. Right. Yeah. But this station wagon was like a freaking tank. And so having the blankets and stuff, of course, you know, with army men, instant mountains. Oh, right. Yeah. And terrain and all all that stuff. So, so that was pretty helpful. Absolutely. That sounds like a lot better than what we did. We just, you know, had the speakers. That was what we could hide behind. <laughs> <laughs> Most parents basically put all these boys on the deck of an aircraft carrier with nothing in the way. You guys roll around right. back there. We'll be sitting in these comfortable seats up front. Exactly. If we get in an accident, we'll unfold the blanket of blood and figure out who has, still has body parts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So eventually you actually got some, some specific toys that were designed for cars, toys or yeah. books or games or things. They made a lot of things that were really cool. Yeah. Right? I mean, you would get them, you know, like especially at like stops, like at truck stops and gas stations and those kind of places. That's mm -hmm. where you would find a lot of these things. They know the kids are bored. So get them a cheap One of toy. my yeah. favorites. Remember these little water filled games that they had the buttons on the front and you would press the button and it would shoot the air up into it. Yeah. It's like a basketball. Like they had basketball hoops and or put the rings on the pegs. I, the one I still have yeah, is yeah, put yeah. the rings on the dolphin's nose. So the little dolphin would kick back. Oh, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. rings would fly yeah. up. Boy, that was some skill. I could spend hours with those games. Like, Well, in Florida, <laughs> it was always put the ring on the alligator's nose. But yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I used to love those games. Those were a lot of fun. The basketball one, like you were talking about, Mo, and the dolphin. I mean, those were yeah. those little water-filled air button games. Do you remember those little, like, marble games? Like, they had, like, the uh, little, like, a BB inside, like, a little plastic case. that had, like, a maze. Oh, you had yeah. to kind of move it around. Yeah, you would kind of yeah. have to get it to go around the little maze and sometimes not fall in certain right. holes, but fall in other ones or something. They would have scores, maybe. Yep, or get all five marbles into their single individual oh right like the little mind teaser oh, yeah, yeah. Those, those little kind of divots things. in the cardboard you're like you get all the you get four of them in and then as you move the one falls out yeah. like, damn it <laughs> yeah yep. or, you, or you hit a pothole and so you're like god right. damn you <laughs> dad could you drive better than that damn it i'm working here <laughs> there were a couple of really cool book series that i used to get at gas stations and truck stops or wherever we would stop one of them probably everybody has heard of called mad Lips, oh yeah right? of course the ones where yeah, you know, oh, yeah. i need, I need of course I need an adjective. I need a, uh, I need a somebody noun. funny. I need a funny the noun. Mad Libs was unless you had somebody in the car with you that was willing to participate. It wasn't very much fun. You were filling it in as you go. You were making up your own thing. You know, you have to have somebody to play that with. That's right. Oh yeah, you're right. Definitely yeah. a two person yeah. thing. That kind of falls in the category of we'll play it until my parents get sick of it and then we move right. on to something else. But <laughs> we had a lot of fun with Mad Libs. There was one more of those specific books. I don't know. They're still around today. They're called Yes and No. It's K-N-O-W. Yes and no. Like a book comes with that invisible yep. ink. And the little oh, yellow yeah. highlighter okay. looking yep. thing. Yes. Yeah, the highlighter thing. And yeah. Oh, those were awesome. By far, the most time in a car I killed was with these yes and no invisible yep. and ink they, books. And they weren't just what yeah. you guys would think of today. Like, I'm sure the people out there listening who didn't have these things or haven't seen them would think, oh, it's probably just mostly trivia. No, like you could play football games. No, no. And you could play, you know, sports. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They had like these mystery things. And Battleship yeah. was 
in there and yeah. logic puzzles. It was almost like having a second player mm-hmm. because there was a part that you didn't know. And then if you like needed a clue, you can draw and it would reveal one more little clue and you could go back to the original puzzle. There were so many cool things. They had like a, you mentioned, George, like game and quiz kind right. of things. Mm-hmm. There were whole books called Mr. Mystery where you were solving yep. uh, like logic right. puzzles. And, and, and you got clues and stuff where you had to guess exactly. by highlighting. Yep. Yeah, and remember, remember if you wanted to, you yep. could and cheat then, and just highlight everything. I never cheated. I never did that, George. Oh, bull crap. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. <laughs> we're learning so much about George's childhood. <laughs> I know. Geez, this explains a lot. No, but those were a lot of fun. I remember those yesterday no books george even they cheats were. when he's playing with himself hey, that's a whole different backtrack <laughs> have you guys ever had this happen have one of those invisible ink books you play with it you put it down you pick it up you forgot to put the cap on the pen oh, oh. your life was over and now it's yeah, dried your out life is over <laughs> well luckily a pen comes with every one of them so i had a little row of those damn pins stuck right. in the back <laughs> there was always yes, another one. backups <laughs> i did i had some uh, some auxiliary backup invisible those markers were awesome yeah i remember going to those I, they weren't Cracker barrels, but they were like cracker barrel adjacent stores, you know, like similar kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And I remember just looking at all the different car entertainment games like these that we talked about that they would have. I mean, there was just a ton mm-hmm. of stuff and going through that like, while my dad's filling up the gas tank or something. And then he comes in to pay and you're yep. like, oh, can you get this one for me? Can you get this one for me? That was part of the experience, right? I mean, you would go on the long trip and the best part of the trip for the kid was not the driver. Sometimes, I mean, the destinations were usually pretty cool, but that stopover where you got to go in the store with your mom yeah. while your dad stayed outside and you could try and talk her in to buying the candy and the sodas <laughs> and yep. the yes, no invisible ink books. I mean, cause you know, you'd always yeah. play the sympathy and you're like, mom, I'm so bored. City. Can I please just have one book, please, please, please. It's a book I'll read. And that was the era for yep. us that every gas station Every stop place you'd stop along the road, they had a couple of arcade games or a whole arcade Sometimes, room. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And you yep. beg for that quarter. Yeah. How many can we get through before the gas tank is full? Yeah. You know? Come on, play fast, play fast. <laughs> but that was one of the most anxiety-filled parts of that stop, too, though, because if you were in the middle of a really good game and they finished filling the gas tank, oh, I hated that feeling. Come on, we're leaving. Oh. We're leaving. Let's go. We're honking the horn. Get out of here. I still yeah. have a guy. No, you don't. Mom <laughs> pulling you off the game physically, you know, it looked like child abuse or something like that to somebody passing by. <laughs> Again, George, what is this child abuse? We're learning so much about you. <laughs> I'm you You know a lot can happen in seven minutes and luckily that's how long it takes me to tell a story my name is aaron calafato and i'm the creator of seven minute stories i'm proud to partner with evergreen podcasts and i'd like to invite you to join me on this journey i'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style and together we're going to try to make sense of the world all through the art of storytelling, and all in approximately seven minutes. Music, TV, people, from Batum Britannica Books. I've answered them all. Now, what do I get? The Smarts. The Smarts. Whiz Whiz, the more you play, the smarter you get. Since we did broach the fact that there were arcade games available at places we stopped, there were some electronic games, not Game Boys, not you spoiled brats no. today that have these amazing mm-hmm. games, but there were a few electronic games that traveled really well that Absolutely. we killed some time with. Yeah, Merlin, that was one of the first ones I ever got. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Oh, that's the red blocky uh-huh. cell phone exactly. thing with the buttons. Right? Yeah. You had like yeah, yeah. memory and yeah. stuff like that in that, it. I loved playing Merlin. I liked Merlin. That was a blast. We had a lot of fun playing with that handheld football game. Oh yeah. No, oh, there, yeah, was, yeah. there was football, yep. there 
was basketball and there was baseball, and I had all three of them. Right. Wow. We're talking about the LED yes. ones, right? Little red dots. Yep. You're just you have the little red dots, and uh, we had the one that had the passing, which was like relatively new. So we thought that was cool. Was yours the green molded plastic football game or the white molded plastic? Oh boy, I think it was white. That's generation one. Then they came out with the green molded plastic because I had the white molded plastic one too. That one was like seventy seven when that one came out. That's the one that has yeah, like the around like the screen is like a yes. little stadium, right? It's kind of built yeah, up exactly. around the screen. Yep. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the one where you had to remember the patterns? Blue, Simon. yellow, green, blue, yellow. Simon. 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 Right. Yep. yep. Played a lot of Simon. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that I was always drawn to were the mm-hmm. quiz whiz trivia games. Do you guys remember that? I'm not familiar with those. Is that like the calculator looking thing? No. And yes. Kind of. No. Okay. All right, so quiz whiz was a two part thing. When you first bought it, you got book number one, which was a flip up landscape view book. When you opened it up, there was on the left hand side, there was like this little black plug-in spot and you took your quiz whiz master control unit and you would plug that in thank god for google search so i'm looking right now to see what quiz whiz is yeah and this is exactly why we put uh, links down in the show notes because anybody else that hasn't seen a quiz whiz not that george's descriptions aren't just crystal clear and spot on but it does help to see a picture (laughs) there would be a number of questions inside the book you would punch in a question number say like number 12 and you would read the question yourself and it had four multiple choice answers a b c and d press a b c or d on your control unit and then press the answer button and then it would like up with either yes or no whether you were right or not. So I'm seeing here those were made by Coleco. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the picture yeah. also and again not that George's descriptions weren't great but seeing this visually I'm like holy cow that looks pretty cool. And I'm going to cool. tell you they had a ton of those books. There was the general trivia the red one that came with the unit but then there were categories like there was a Star Wars quiz whiz book. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. Why there not? were like one through five of sports and history and geography. I mean they had a whole bunch of these and each book came with like a thousand questions in it. It looks like a reverse cartridge. Like the book you buy is the cartridge, but you plug the little handheld it's, console it's into exactly the book. exactly right. The handheld yeah. console is the master control unit, but the book is the cartridge. I never had one, but uh, I oh, kind of do they're now. awesome. I kind of want one. Yeah. I still actually have mine and two of the books. Yeah, it still oh, works. Nice. Yeah, still works. Oh, actually, they're not terribly expensive on eBay. I guess there's still a lot of them around. Well, there had to be bajillions of them. So. Yeah. Yeah. So saying, like, you look like you get a decent one for like 30, 40 bucks. Oh, you could probably get it cheaper than that at like your local Goodwill. That thing probably killed as much or more time in the car trip than anything else did for me. One thing I want to say about like all of this, which I feel like we were lucky because all of these things that we talked about really like helped our imaginations, improved our reading, improved That's our right. deductive skills, improved That's our true. observation. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. These days, you know, if you're just looking at your phone all day, I don't think you get any of that. I would say that those car trips helped my brain development as much as anything else did in my life. I miss some of these things. I mean, now when I drive in a car, I'm driving, obviously, but right. <laughs> I entertain myself with what's on the screen, what's the cover art for the music I'm listening to, and mm-hmm. otherwise there's not much creative you could do in the car, even if you're just the passenger, short of check your email and play a color matching game on your phone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of standard now. Everybody, whether you're on the car trip or not, everybody's got their heads buried in their electronic device of choice, phone, tablet, whatever it is. You know, it, it doesn't feel as creative as it, as Mo was talking about. The good news is that it doesn't have to be gone though. Because a lot of these, like we talked at the beginning of the show, didn't require any props or equipment. You can still play all those games. And some of the other ones, like the later ones you mentioned, like Quiz Whiz, you can still get those for pretty cheap. So there's yeah. no reason that if you remember them or you never got to experience them, you can still try it now. It's still out there for you. And you can either learn anew or relive what it was like killing time in a car as a Gen X grown up growing up. 
What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On PressBox Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on PressBox Access. And that was another wonderful episode of the Gen X Grown Up Backtrack Podcast. And we talked about a lot of fun stuff from my youth and Mo's youth and John's youth. Mm -hmm. And I know that we're going to put a lot of links for some of these show notes. I mean, there's a lot of YouTube videos out there for some of this stuff and things like that that we can put out there. Make sure that you subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app, Stitcher, Google Play, or iTunes. We always appreciate if you'll stop by the iTunes store, look up the Gen X Grown Up Podcast, and leave us a five-star rating. And most importantly, a quick review. Just takes a minute. Not everybody does it, but when you do, it really helps people to find our show. And if you have friends who are just as nerdy as you are that don't listen to the show, please let them know about it. Share us with a friend. And fourth listener, I really want to hear about your experiences with these trips and killing time in your cars on your next family vacation. Take that cell phone away from your child. Take that tablet away from your child. <laughs> don't worry about Child Protective Services. Give them a yes and no invisible ink book and let the fun begin and tell us about it. I, I got to think that once you get over the fight of getting the phone out of their claws, I bet it enriches the experience and it becomes a better trip altogether. Send us an email at podcast at genxgrownup.com. <laughs> that sounds great. We have tons of other great content as well, so be sure to check us out on YouTube or on our website, which is genxgrownup.com. A lot of fun reminiscing about how we killed time in a car growing up, guys. Thanks so much for uh, taking the time to be on the call. George, great to have you back. Thank you very much. Mo, always a good time. Yep, always. I'll talk to you next time. See you guys. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Jet X Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. Unacceptable for grown ups. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown up. My email doesn't work, and I'm like, well, fucking fix it. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> it's not a question. It's just my email doesn't work, and it's implied, therefore, you shall fix it. Right. <laughs> Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.